You should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes and Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons. your host and producer autumn simmons how are you this is episode 87 movies that are comedies drop dead fred we're gonna get into drop dead fred i recently watched drop dead fred i haven't seen in a really long time like so so long perhaps over 25 plus years i remember seeing it in the movies when i was at least 10 years old and i had a lot of fun as a kid Yes, now it's interesting watching 
the same movie that I watched years ago and seeing it a bit differently but it's still funny it's still quirky it's still unusual it's still dark <laughs> reminds me of the devil in many ways about this personality about drop dead Fred and all these imaginary friends and well this imaginary friend he may be on the uh, let's just put this away he may be kind of like per se he may be on her side but it's like he goes a little too far and so obviously Elizabeth had a problem with her mom who hasn't had a problem with her mom that's like an issue like it could be your sister it could be your aunt it could be your uncle it could be whomever and who hasn't had these unusual experiences and family and whatnot so we see with Elizabeth she develops older she's like an adult in the sense she's not a child when she does finally re-meet and reconnect with drop dead Fred her imaginary friend and she's married going through some BS with a no good husband who's a cheater who's not loyal very disloyal and you know she just needs to let him go and she needed to learn to let him go even if this demonic type of imaginary friend that will always get her in trouble all the time it seemed in some fashion some things did work out for her at some point but before we get into that i was thinking like a couple of weeks ago almost barely i did go to a museum just to see what the museum would be like since i haven't been to certain galleries and museums in a long long time and so when i went to this gallery well it wasn't a gallery it was a museum i don't want to name where i went it's not a bad museum but just watching a lot of some aspects of European paintings even if it's realist paintings and I just feel different about watching some aspects of European art and I think it has a lot to do with what I've grown up with on the wall in my own family and it's just interesting seeing a lot of just paintings and I don't it just it doesn't connect with me at all except for some other aspects I might respect some I don't know sculptures and things and some other let's see photos yeah I'm gonna say photographs of others of other persuasions but something about watching all these people from back in the day and this is like over 500 years ago even if I'm exaggerating these people are gone and I get it and who these people were they don't matter <laughs> like I'm like walking around looking at these images I'm like what the hell does this really mean what does it really mean and people are accustomed to what is traditional right and so I was like we're walking around walking around just to look at it and these were people who were well known and a lot of the people you would see would be wealthy people <laughs> and found out some really crazy uh yeah about history is that many of these people that you see on the wall they went to hell <laughs> lucifer put all of them in hell unless they knew that wasn't god and went the way they came <laughs> you thought it was god others knew to go the way they came but a lot were confused about all the experience that wasn't real <laughs> talk about drop dead friend that's lucifer too 
my god yeah but he's worse drop dead fred is actually the character is a little kinder than what lucifer lucifer is more cruel and disgusting perverted terrible he's a pedophile he's all these terrible things that are not positive about what people thought was god but they knew it was the devil <laughs> especially when they died they knew it was the devil <laughs> so what are people looking for on the other side if you know that's the devil you think the devil takes people to heaven <laughs> no the devil doesn't take anybody to heaven unless of course Others knew of another entity that they would assume would be an ancestor that's not and might help them get out and go somewhere else. <laughs> it's awful. But I like when people were leaving <laughs> through this rapture. There are several people, even if they're not the majority, who actually laughed at it and they thought the shit was funny, even if it was weird unusual negative but there were people that found some humor in it even if it was dark <laughs> <Then> they left <laughs> they freaking left and they realized they weren't human they realized they weren't royal they realized they weren't chosen they realized it was bullshit <laughs> others were still confused they still wanted the perception to be real i was like that's like you want santa to be real if you know jesus wasn't there the way they thought fake wasn't even here in a human form it was not what they thought <laughs> they already knew that anyway when they died <laughs> that he was never here he didn't come to get any of them so um yeah it's, it's interesting because when i was in this museum i actually ran into a middle english i guess you could call it a it was a i don't know it was a manuscript of it was it Chaucer everyone grew up having to read about Chaucer and this it was something with the uh the Canterbury Tales geography <laughs> there's no geography in it um whatever Chaucer yeah this dude I didn't like reading the Canterbury Tales that much either and I remember we had like a substitute teacher or something like that. Maybe she was a, she was another type of instructor who was learning, and she was upset we didn't like the Canterbury Tales. It's bullshit. It's Middle English, and I don't know what happened where we had to try to like perk it up a bit so we could like it <laughs> because it had some humor in it. We needed her to introduce it to us, and it's just like some of the books that we had to read were bullshit. Can <laughs> only mostly connect. There are others I could connect with, even if they were like European male writers or authors, but it was nice to read stories or books about women, even women of color specifically. <laughs> and seeing this in the museum, the Canterbury Tales, I was like, oh my God, I didn't even know if my mind and spirit would even want to read that ever. I just don't. And so when I did get excited, I saw Octavia Butler. Her manuscript was there for Kendrick. And so I didn't know that she was born in Pasadena, California. And so that inspired me. So I'll be real. I haven't read Octavia Butler's work. And I was pissed that when I was in high school and even when I was in undergrad college and also graduate school, that I never was introduced to Octavia Butler until years in my. I want to say my late 20s. It was before my 30s and learning more about her. And I was like, we didn't know of her work. 
at least in undergrad and graduate school Octavia Butler like come on and I saw this other movie that was based off of Octavia Butler's work Kindred that had another artist and I can name her but I don't want to name her she got hair I don't want to name her but she was in this other book no it wasn't a book it was a movie it was a movie she was in and it was based off Octavia Butler's work not that she was stealing it, but it was just the idea. How do you put Octavia's work out and let others use it and not use her actual work and just adapt it into a movie based off of her own work? So in the midst of it, having said that, um, we're going to take a little pause. We'll come back about this drop dead Fred. I don't even know why I was watching it, but I was watching other movies like the... Josephine Baker's story I haven't seen in a while I'll still enjoy that story I like that story a lot and it's from the 90s as well just like this movie Drop Dead Fred is like basically what is it mm, what is it it's like it's what I already said it's it's the 90s but it's like 90 not 92 but 91 yeah so it's 91 and same thing with Josephine Baker's story is around 90, 91. And so, um, also, I was also sensing, I wanted to watch some other movies I hadn't seen. I saw a black girl from 1972. And it hasn't changed with niggas. It hasn't changed with niggas, male or female, how they are, all over. Still trolls, all over. Never changes. <laughs> Never changes with the idea of people. Why do we expect them to really develop and grow and become something different and perhaps better I, I don't know but it's just after a while I get tired of it I get tired of niggas I get tired of them and it's not just being African and it's not just being black it's just being negative and ignorant is what I'm observing and seeing and it has a lot to do with people that are very jealous of people and that's really what that is and it's bigger than just being uh, brown or black but people are jealous of everybody about anything it could be who has more rice on their plate or just because someone their hair is done and you know everyone has a celebrator like everyone walking around on earth but it's just some of the things I've seen it's just like come on these girls wanted to fight this other young lady just because she was in college and one of them wanted to get a knife and cut her I just wish the college girl had beat her ass and beat her with a, a baseball bat and beat the shit out of her so that when she went to church, her church would have been a funeral. <laughs> so, I said that, yeah, that's why it's called Movies That Are Comedies. Getting into Drop Dead Fred, that would be part two, and, and we'll be back. You should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes & Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons.
Welcome back to Quirk of the Day. your host and producer, Autumn Simmons. This is part two of movies that are comedies, Drop Dead Fred. Yes, this is episode 87. Again, 1991. This is what is considered the black comedy fantasy film. This was actually directed by Tay de Jean, which I imagine if I'm pronouncing it correctly. And uh, the screenplay is also by Carlos Davis. 
Anthony Figgleton and story by Elizabeth Livingston and uh, starring Phoebe Cates, Rick Mayow, and Marsha Mason, in addition to Carrie Fisher. And guess who else was in this movie? It's very interesting. Bridget Fonda. And I was like, she looks familiar. And I said, like, yeah, Bridget Fonda was in some really good movies, including Carrie Fisher, who's from Star Wars and other movies. She's been in The Burbs, which was also, I thought it was like 1990, but The Burbs was actually 1989, which starred Tom Hanks. Yes, so again, that starred Tom Hanks and Carrie Fisher was in that. So this was the 90s during that time. So it surprised me that Carrie Fisher, in addition to Bridget Fonda, who was also part of this other movie about single white woman, or she was like this woman who liked to mimic this other woman and want to be her and, and take the woman's boyfriend and all this other stuff. Bridget Fonda was in that movie as well. So in the midst of that, that was also from the 90s too. So it surprised me that Bridget Fonda and Carrie Fisher were in Drop Dead Fred. Of like, why would they want to be in Drop Dead Fred? It's a small little movie because they thought it was cute and funny with these supporting roles that they chose to be in. Drop Dead Fred is funny. It's very odd, as I said. Very, very odd. Some hilarity or hilarious. And again, it begins with Elizabeth. Elizabeth is an adult. She has grown from childhood, but you have learn just like others if you read my book i quirky girl by autumn simmons who hasn't had a mother that doesn't know how to allow her daughter to grow up like you know it's with this character elizabeth's mother doesn't know how to let her daughter go and so in the midst even if she's happened to be experiencing a negative relationship her husband who's no good i don't like how the mother was blaming elizabeth for what was going on and how she doesn't know how to maintain a husband in her marriage, which is BS because things didn't work well between Elizabeth's mother and father. And so it was very interesting in this particular movie, Drop Dead Fred. We never got to see her father in this movie, how it was written. It's like the father was practically, was he dead or was he with someone else? But obviously they broke up. And so you remember when Elizabeth was a little girl and she was just destroying the dining room with this, you know, all this dirt that was coming in the house through this monster, which was this imaginary friend. And so it didn't seem as if the problem was actually the problem between the mother and the father. And it really wasn't Elizabeth, but the mother wanted to give Elizabeth the impression that she caused the marriage between her father and her mother not to stay connected with their marriage and that's just bullshit the mother's just a bitch you know it's just what it is and he had a problem with the fact that um even though the mother was not physically abusive but she's considered to be emotionally abusive the mother was a narcissist and you see that even with childhood children are not always good all the time they're not good and sometimes they're they have their agendas and they're not always right either when it comes to parents as well parents are not always right and the children are not always right either and so in the midst of the story 
what makes it fucked up is when you become an adult, like your mom, dad, should leave you the fuck alone when you are not living in their house and she has a job and she was working as a, uh, a court reporter, Minneapolis. And who can have a bad day? Who hasn't had a bad day? So I have Elizabeth. She had a bad day. And so she was having a bad problem with this situation. And then like her mother had a fucking key to get into her apartment and just try to take over as if she's less than 12 years of old. Like she's, she's treating her daughter, Elizabeth, as if she's like she's five. Like she's past the age of 12 like she's five years old and she's in her freaking 20s which i would assume is likely in her late 20s before she's actually 30 and it's just crazy but it's it's what it is and so drop dead freddy need to be there in some regard just to straighten up this problem that was over there but it's interesting it's very interesting but it's also some other crazy stuff that was happening with what this entity was doing in addition to destroying Gary Fisher's character who had a houseboat and destroying that houseboat so it fell in the water all the way like worse than the Titanic or something like that but she did have insurance so she got way more money back which is great that worked for her but it's just crazy when you're thinking about how she was so Elizabeth very much addicted to this no good thug guy now okay he wasn't a thug but he was basically we call him a thug because he was a a sales person okay let's call him a sales person for these vehicles and these cars that's how he was meeting the horse he was meeting the women that way because some of them were looking like they were attractive and they were ready to buy cars and he was having an opportunity to just get involved with some other women so the other character Bridget Fonda was actually portraying um Annabella and so <laughs> that's the worst thing in the world when you ever have to deal with a person you're supposed to be committed to that is just cheating on you and making you feel less than who you are and she still felt that she when I say she Elizabeth still felt she loved this man and it's nothing to love when a person is shitting on you and making other people better than you and then it's interesting how Drop Dead Fred did help her though he did not want her to continue with that situation and then when he did help her to kind of open the door and she she did beautiful with how she cut her hair first her mom tried that mess cut her hair and having her dress just like her and it was great that drop dead for actually cut her hair more and the way her hair was cut is actually nice and she already knew i'm gonna say she elizabeth knew how to dress herself better than how she was dressing before and it was pretty how she was wearing purple when you we went to this um it was some type of party that they were going to but i so that she was reconnecting with another childhood friend which was mickey bunts and it was funny how they went out on a date and dropped a friend didn't know how to go away and so he was disturbing everything the complete peace in this restaurant and having elizabeth doing crazy things that were not things that elizabeth would actually do these are things that the devil does stuff like that to get into people's bodies get into people's minds to manipulate things against the will of others is what this type of entity um had the capacity to do is what those types can do and so a lot of people they would blame you know other people and you could probably say that they may have been involved in it to some extent but it may not always be so because some people wonder when people were becoming crazy and speaking of crazy we came in with madonna crazy and so there's some love in the story with elizabeth so we put that in there 
for the record, yeah, I did come in with home from the Wiz, and I am performing on that particular song. But anyway, just move past that. It was fun. <laughs> I didn't finish it, so it was just stuff I added just because I was having fun in in May when I was in Philly. So I just didn't finish all of it all the way. But I do that with some stuff. I'll have songs that I don't complete. <laughs> sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. And I, you know, it's fun. It's meant to be hilarious for Quirk of the Day as well. And so uh, it ended a little weird. But it's kind of like, what did I just say? What word did I just say? <laughs> it's just funny. And it really didn't, that wasn't the word that is to be written in the lyrics for that song. But it's it's funny. But anyway, it's cute. But getting back to this, to make it interesting, Drop Dead Fred is, is really cool. It's a quirky type of black comedy fantasy, and um, I think it's interesting. I think it's very, very interesting, but it's also very interesting that we're finding that Elizabeth didn't have any female friends outside of her other friend, her other friend who had the house boot, which was portrayed by uh, Carrie Fisher. And so, um, yeah, so this is very, very interesting that I was going to mention about that. Can you have a seat, my little, little, my little, little guy? Yeah, Janie. This is the character Carrie Fisher portrayed, Janie. So uh, it is kind of interesting when people do need assistance with their friends and you see that people come in at the wrong time, the wrong day and hour because she had a, Janie had a man. And so they're involved with what they were doing in the middle of the night. And so then you see that uh, Elizabeth was trying to, see if she could stay and in miss you see what drop dead fred did stop it stop it i'm doing something and you're disturbing me stop that and so <laughs> i always have a couple of them but one is very uh he doesn't like me to have my my freedom i have this other being that doesn't want me to have my freedom he wants to be he's the spoiled baby that wants all the attention and so then he's a uh, yeah he's doing his thing so in the midst of that i think that's pretty much all yeah even in it. i think that's pretty much all of what i wanted to say about drop dead fred i think a lot of kids probably would enjoy that even if it's 2023 to have them watch it and so i like the fact that mickey come on this doesn't work I like the fact that the friendship with Mickey and Elizabeth develops and it ends well between the two of them and how he also was helping her and he was there for her and he didn't see her as being crazy except for the mother being crazy and so I like the fact that it, it does end positively and so you know she needed to let that guy go. Charles is an asshole. He needed to leave out of the equation completely. And um, her friendship continued with Janie. Janie didn't actually think that Elizabeth was really, truly crazy. She actually believed that this likely was an imaginary friend. Imaginary friend was in the way. And so some people believed off of imaginary friends. Some never believed off of imaginary friends. And so that's pretty much what this is, is sometimes you have people who agree and other people don't agree. Other people think you're just crazy. He's dropped in Fred. And, but I like it how it ends when she has to release him. And it's a little unusual that she have to kiss him in the mouth. It's a little weird. But he does have to realize that they both have to let each other go. And so he finds another little girl that she can basically have an imaginary friend. Not to worship him because that's not a god. 
it's an entity dropped at Fred, but the other fun stuff about those blue pills. <laughs> actually, they weren't blue pills. These these actually was funny. The green pills and the other imaginary friends warned Fred that hey, if you if you continue in the sense of if Elizabeth continues to take the green pills, you could die from that and others had left because of the fact of the medicine. And I've experienced something very unusual that I could mention about how people can put people in places where they should not be, even if it's not like a hospital or like a psychiatrist or just for you to meet with therapists when you really don't want to meet with these people. And these people are not, you know, these people are not saints and these people are not knowledgeable about everything and they think that they are but they're not and a lot of people think they should be trusting therapists or psychiatrists or psychologists or people who place people in hospitals because they think they're crazy and really it's not sometimes they may be a little off and sometimes they may not be crazy it'd be some other agenda that's actually the ones who may put them in there are the ones who are crazy who do the opposite and so you see a lot of that you know you could say that elizabeth's mom she could have been placed in therapy for her craziness. And I like that she tells her mother that at the end in a very polite way, you know, you need to find your, find a friend, you know, stay out of my life, basically, you know. So, yeah, it ends very interesting. But it was terrible how <laughs> that this big woman, their mother hired to attack her so that she would not leave the house. And I like how Drop Dead Fred actually... um did some things so that they could get out and then even charles the no good husband he whooped her ass too coming into the apartment because she's married when i say she elizabeth was married so this i guess you call her nurse who showed up and she's a bully and and she was bullying elizabeth as well and her mother brought this bitch in so it was like bitch had to be put down <laughs> and shit was funny i liked it so having said that, I think that's pretty much all I'm going to say about this crazy movie. It's worth it. It was cool to watch, especially during the summer. It could be any time of the year, but especially during the summer. But I didn't realize this was like, the movie was based in mini, Minneapolis. I didn't know it was Minneapolis. I, I thought maybe it was like San Francisco. I'm not sure. So I think that's pretty much all of what I wanted to talk about, about this ending this interesting ending but thinking of elizabeth her her room it was kind of interesting how when i say her room her childhood room it was this pink room like everything was pink in the pink the house wasn't really pink but the room was pink you know it's kind of interesting <laughs> so i'm gonna conclude and so we do come out with a uh, katie perry's teenage dream I think that ends pretty well. And so having said that, thank you for tuning in to Quirk of the Day. This is your host and producer, Autumn Simmons, and I'll be back likely in August sometime. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So I'm out.
should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes and Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons.